Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be discussing at length season six, episode 12, All the Right Moves. Um, yep. <laughs> I was about to say, it sounds like something like, uh, oh, I always say Zaz has all the right moves, but. Oh, then. Well, sounds porny. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, how come when you do a cute little intro and I laugh, you're not affected by my laughter, but when you laugh while I'm doing my intro, I'm highly affected by your laughter. And I wonder what that is. Well, sure. <laughs> I'm used to people um, laughing at me in a comedic way because I've always ah. been such a performer, you know, and ah. I'm, I am here performing in front of a live audience. So it's, I'm mm. worried about them. And so, you know, it's just more natural for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> sure, 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 sure. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, speaking of being iron deficient, dude, you got the gnarliest bruise on your arm oh this is for my flu shot oh shit yeah good for you good job it looks worse on screen actually in person it's not so oh it hurts <laughs> oh well yeah <laughs> you got to move that arm around so that something about the um well that way it doesn't hurt too bad and also i think so the medicine can go everywhere but that can't possibly be right oh, they didn't tell me that when they gave it to me oh anytime pro tip for everyone listening i'm gonna keep i was gonna cut all this so i'm gonna keep this in because this is actually important when you get like a flu shot or your COVID vaccine or whatever kind of shot like that you get, um, your malaria uh, vaccine, sure, whatever, sure. Uh, it's important that you like kind of drink a ton of water, first of all. And also like throughout the day, really make sure that you're moving your arm a lot. It's going to help your arm you so circles that, in. Get your arm circles in. It's going to backwards. <laughs> it's going to help um, so that you're, it doesn't, you don't get that like, Sometimes you'll get a little bulbous also where you got the shot. That'll go away and it'll just kind of help you. Hmm. It's good for you. Yeah. It makes me look tough, doesn't it? You look cool as shit. Well, you Thank always you. do. She's in a tank top, so intimidating immediately. <laughs> well, that's because I've been sweating all day and my husband has been in our house and he's had a heater on directly pointed at him all day. And I'm like, we can't be farther from each other at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, I meanwhile just have Ruth and because this is a slightly different setup than our normal recording, she's obsessed with like just like in the last episode being all around right now. So <laughs> how okay, let's just get to the episode. Yeah, We've I had think plenty so. of time I, to catch up before we started pressing record. It all stays in. Uh <laughs> the episode summary says as Audrey gets a second chance and Pacey is offered an unexpected promotion at work. Joey is reunited with Eddie. This episode first Eddie. aired January 22nd, 2003. It was written by Maggie Friedman. Our girl. And directed by Arlene Sanford. New name. New name. Very exciting. But we love to see women doing it. Right name directing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad. When I saw hit, uh, Oliver Hudson's guest appearance by, I was really excited because I want Eddie back. I want him back. Oh, how are you feeling about Eddie? Besides wanting him back. Like, what do you think his deal is going to be? Ruth really has no concern for what we're doing here. She's just so disrespectful today. 
Ruth and Brian <laughs> fucking do not they they cannot wait for these episodes to be done. <laughs> yeah, Ruth and Brian are our biggest non-supporters. Yeah. 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 Oh, so what do I oh Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. What do oh, I yeah, think is going right. to happen with Eddie? Um, I don't know. I feel like – I don't know. I really – I don't know. I really don't know. I, I'm in for the ride, though. I'm here for it. Love it. Love that. Love that. Uh, cold open. We're in Hell's Kitchen, and uh, the gang's all there. The new version, the Sugar Shack plus Pacey gang is, back, is there. They're all hanging out. Remember the Sugar Shack? Yes. Yeah, I miss that. I miss Grams's house. Oh, and Dawson's oh, not there. the the original one. No, the Sugar Shack. Oh, the Sugar Shack in Boston, okay. where yeah. they all used to like live for one quick second. And Dawson's mm-hmm. not there, obviously, because he's a big time director now in L.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right place, <laughs> right time. You know what I mean? What can you do? Yeah, yeah. good, 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 good for stuff. Him. Uh, so they're all hanging out, and then Audrey comes in, and it's super awkward. She comes in hot with what I would say is a really solid apology. I agree. Yeah. She um she says she went home to LA. She got fucking blasted at a party in Malibu <laughs> <laughs> and then realized um it's her, she's the problem, it's her. So she's back now. She's gonna that's a Taylor Swift reference in case you didn't look at oh, who, who am I, an NFL look. commentator. Is Taylor Swift the one who sings um uh rolling in the deep <laughs> No, that's you're thinking you're so close. That's Adele, and it's not rolling in the deep. It's rolling, rolling with my homies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. I always get them mixed up, you know? Yeah, no, but absolutely nobody can be listening to this, right? Like, there's no way. <laughs> nobody, at least nobody could be listening to this and like laughing along with us. Oh, no, no, no. They just don't know how to change the channel. Yeah. It, like their Spotify's <laughs> frozen or something, you know? That's real <laughs> hell. <laughs> Yeah, very specific ring of hell. <laughs> um, so she um, she's b- back now. She's gonna work on herself, and she. The reason I think it's a solid apology is she's like, "Here's the deal. I fucked up. Not and no excuses. I fucked up, and no pressure. If you ever want to see me, I'd love to see you, but like, I'm not gonna force you to see me." And then she leaves. She's all like, "You know what? Give me a call sometime. Maybe I don't know. Okay, bye." <laughs> And I would have fucking loved if after she walked away, they all looked at each other and was like, oh, that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Oh, wait. I was so distracted in this scene over Jen Lindley's terrible haircut. Oh, my God. We have to talk about it. I feel like someone cut out a watermelon and put it on top of her head. (laughs) And that's what they used to cut her head, her hair. (laughs) It was so bad. The bangs were too short and it was so blunt. And I was like, oh, no. Hmm. What'd they do to our beautiful Jen? I know. So and sad. Audrey was giving this serious like apology and they just kept cutting to Jen. And I was like, <laughs> is that? Yeah. It sucks. And the significant bummer is that um, she gets this horrible haircut and then we never see her again in this episode. Or Jack. Or Jack. What the fuck? Yeah. No, this is Joey's show now. Everyone else can fuck right off. Yeah. I I do think that it's when you called it Joey Potter and Pals, it was really cute though. Potter and Pals. Yeah. Potter and Pals. Um, but yeah, like just, okay, you can't do that though, because it'll make noise. Uh, um yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. Have fewer, I don't know, have 
have different storylines with fewer characters, something. But you can't keep... I don't know. Stop fucking around with Michelle Williams like this. <laughs> We're obviously very angry. Um, anyway, well, so... No. <laughs> Audrey gives this huge apology and she starts to walk away, but then the gang brings her back and gives her a big old hug. Yeah. That's nice. Because they're not malicious. I mean, they are like, yeah, no, we know you need help. We've been telling you that. Uh, yeah. But you just didn't want to listen. Yeah. It's so and then you- that it took a big party for you to have a moment of clarity. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so glad it didn't come from the time you <laughs> ran a car through a living room. Yeah. yeah. They, they might as well have been like, should we get Gail on the phone? I'm sure she would love to hear this. Oh, she's like, nah, I don't want to make, I'm making some apologies. I'm not making that many apologies. I'm not like paying for her house to get redone. Pacey's doing it. With all his money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, act one, we're still in Hell's Kitchen where Emma and Joey are having sex stuff fantasies. The new bartender is all bending down in his jeans and it is working for them. Yeah, they're fans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then um, that opens up the conversation of Emma asking, hey, where's Eddie? And Joey's like, tries to kind of play down the fling um, and says it was over before it started. And then so Emma asks her to clean out Eddie's locker. Uh, and then we get a nice shot of Joey, which I got to say, I don't think she's over Eddie. Now, what would make you think that? I don't know. Also, I've it's like clean Joey. out his locker like he died or something. Like He might come back for it. Also, it's who's been like a 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. You get a locker? Have you ever worked at a restaurant? Yeah. And I know I did not have a locker. We had to stuff our personal belongings like next to the, the cut lemons. <laughs> you know? In the bread drawer. (laughs) Yeah, this makes no sense to me as someone who didn't have a locker and also didn't work in a restaurant. Yeah. But as a tour guide at Warner Brothers, I didn't have a locker. So I presume same thing. Mm. Probably. So anyway, he has a locker. Congratulations, Eddie. Why did you leave then? If you had a locker, why'd you leave? Yeah, if you had a job so good that they gave you your own personal locker. (laughs) Joey's in there like taking photos down. (laughs) <laughs> of her <laughs> oh, I'm gonna keep this one actually pretty nice um, at, uh, at Pacey's fake job there's a staff meeting about how everyone should push stock in a medicine that is about to be FDA approved and everyone um, that invests in them is gonna make like a ton of money um, and then everyone's set free and Rich is like hey Pacey hang on one second let's have a one on one meeting and um, he is inviting Pacey to the dinner of the seat to the house of the CEO for this big drug company. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, because he's a, but he's a client of theirs at their fake company. So it just feels like a conflict of interest. And I know that this is a fake job on a television show, <laughs> but I was like, well, that that can't possibly be legal. It's <laughs> a conflict. If I was a lawyer, like I really lawyered up for it. <laughs> I love how the boss was like, I know you and I haven't really seen eye to eye. You yelled at me in the French Quarter for trying to set you up with a whore. But you know what? <laughs> we can get past that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I don't enjoy this for Pacey. Yeah, me either. Even if it pays him well, I don't 
Like, what are you going to do with all that money at that young of an age anyway? Fucking something stupid. Yeah. No good can come from this. Yeah. And also, Pacey ends the scene by saying, like, he's fully committed to the job now. So that sucks. Mm -hmm. I love how he was like, you yelled at me in the French Quarter for trying to set you up with a whore. And you took two imaginary days off for being sick. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> the poor guy took two personal days. Like, how toxic is this work environment? Oh, very. Oh, is it? Yeah. I know that mm. you don't know much about toxic work environments, but this one mm. doesn't seem great. Yes, I always had just such blessed jobs. Well, that's because you're so prolifically in the biz, and you were never prolifically asked to leave the biz. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was, and, and I didn't have the heart to admit it. You've literally never done anything and then not immediately told me. I know. That I know of, actually. Every morning I wake up and I'm like, I'm awake. (laughs) Oh, man, we used to do that at work. And actually, no one liked that, surprisingly. (laughs) (laughs) In in surprising news, Kim and I used to be much more codependent when we lived in the same state and worked in the exact same building and sat inches away from each other (laughs) and held hands throughout the day. But whatever. It's fine. Remember when they had to, um, between seasons, paint the wall where our little feet would be because we would um, put our feet up against the wall and talk to each other. Oh, yeah. And they were like, it's sturdy now. (laughs) Yeah, we don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, At Worthington Original, Audrey is a, oh, no, she's just in Boston. Audrey's at the Trouble Loft, uh, where a bunch of women are all waiting in line to go in. And then she goes to knock on Emma's door and Audrey asks who the Courtney Love wannabes are and then says, it's like an Audrey convention out there, which is not the person you want to align your vibe with when you're trying to get clean. Yeah. Also, Audrey, at this point, really doesn't think that she would have gotten kicked out of the band. I was shocked. She thought she was like, I thought that would have already happened a long time ago. So they have this line of girls. They set up this whole audition process. They have this line of girls. And Audrey's all like, but I had a moment of clarity on a beach in Malibu. So I'm good now. And the girls are just like, all right. She had a moment of clarity, you guys. So thank you so much for your time and waiting out here all morning. Everyone go on home. Moment of clarity. You know how it goes. (laughs) Who among us? Um, back in Hell's Kitchen, Sad Joey cleans out Eddie's locker and finds a packet of short stories that he wrote and sent to a publisher and then and was rejected. And then I wrote, oh, my God, am I Eddie? <laughs> no, you are not. No, because I've gotten more than one rejection. He just <laughs> the one. He's an idiot. <laughs> Imagine only getting one. Oh, my God. LOL. Being getting rejections since I came out the womb. Um, I do have one complaint about Eddie and I'll wait till the end of the episode because it's more relevant, but this is the beginning of my complaints about Eddie. Okay. Interesting. 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 Uh, act two at the concert. Um, the ladies are, so the, the point of like the audition and then Audrey saying, I had a point, I had a moment of clarity, um, was that they have a big, um, concert they're opening for the opening band but it's like a big deal for this band so that that's important to know is that this is important uh it's important gig as they say uh (laughs) the ladies are like at the sound check um and people including a super greasy 
looking dude with blonde highlights are vibing. They're into them. Seems like it's going really well. And then after the sound check, uh, that greasy dude who's in a band called Satan's Tampon. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Approaches Audrey and asks if she likes to party and then invites her to the tour bus later. Cool. Very cool vibes. Nothing can go wrong. I super trust Audrey in this situation. Because that's what you do when you're a day and a half into being sober. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's one thing. Here's my only issue with Audrey and her little journey here. Like, props for being like, I fucked up. I'm going to work on myself. Great. Mm -hmm. No shame in trying to better yourself. But like... totally. You could talk a lot of talk, but you have to actually do the things to lead yourself to a better life. Mm-hmm. She's clearly not doing that. Mm-hmm. And like, listen, sometimes it's going to be really fucking boring. Trust me. I've been sober <laughs> for six and a half months through the summer. <laughs> it's all because of my iron deficiency anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> That baby's yeah. going to be in fucking kindergarten before these episodes can air. <laughs> it's really boring, especially when you go to concerts and hang out with your friends and just like wake up in the morning. <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And it's boring for your friends, too, because your friends can't tell you that when you got a sandwich yesterday, you also got a beer because you didn't know that this place that's local. So you like this place. So it's local sure has beer now so you got a beer and it was mid um but you still had it but you can't tell your friend that yeah and the fact that you had it to go is pretty cool fucking rad i went and just got i first of all got to cut in line i mean this is hypothetical uh cut in line and then they gave me my bag with the sandwich and the sauce that i fucking love from this place and uh there was a beer in there i was like what a day she drank it before she even got home yeah (laughs) Well, it it's seven whole minutes away. I'm going to be parched. <laughs> We're kidding for legal purposes. Obviously, obviously, obviously. Uh, then we're with Joey. Now we're in Worthington Original. Um, Joey is tutoring Harley in math, which Harley hates, and uh, says that math can kiss her lily white ass. Yeah, before, girl. <laughs> before she asks for a vodka and then is like, oh, how are you doing since Eddie left, by the way? Yeah, because they went through that whole thing last episode where uh, Pete, what's her name? Joey was distraught yeah. that Eddie was cleaned out his apartment. Yeah. I like that. I like that she's just like 15 years old. Yeah, she's got a little 15-year-old buddy now. Yeah. Uh, they do have like Sister Kim. Totally. Sister I love Kim, it. yeah. Yeah, Sis Kim. Kim. Sis Kim TM. <laughs> that doesn't sound like what it is though. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, just Sister Kim TM. Yeah, we have to so- add the tur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Joey tells her that, um, so uh, Harley's like, hey, how's the search going? Joey's like, I'm not looking for Eddie. But then tells her about the book, the manuscript that she found, which has an address for his parents' house. So now Harley's like, go to the house. And Joey's like, absolutely not. But she then does convince Joey to call Eddie's parents. And again, they have very cute sister Kim, but like, Joey, you are 19 years old. Do not take advice from a 15-year-old on this. this <laughs> yeah. Is, <sighs> yeah. This, you know. Listen to your better mind here. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she calls Eddie and uh, Eddie answers, which is not what Joey was expecting. Yeah, she's all wide eyed and she hangs up the phone. She's like, oh, God. <laughs> Eddie's in a, um, a puffy vest that has and he's like fixing a car, I presume, because when he hangs up, he goes back to the car. But like his puffy vest is not aged at aged down at all like this looks like a brand new puffy vest that they yeah. threw on him he does not look like a guy that fixes cars in that moment yeah like bright red vest he's like well i live in worcester now so i gotta buy myself a vest what's right the deal the with worcester why is everyone shitting on worcester i have no idea i don't know anything about massachusetts me neither but people fucking apparently people are not into it there I don't know, man. They, if they didn't make a movie about it, if Ben Affleck and Matt Damon didn't make a movie about Worcester, I don't know it. You mm. know? Mm-hmm. Does Good Will Hunting play, take place in Worcester, I wonder? Oh, look um, it up. <laughs> I am gonna. I feel like that would be something that bit me in the ass. It's like their first movie right out the gate. So, some, like, film critic on Instagram is like, you idiots. And they're always listening. Film critics yeah. would listen to this for sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. How do you spell uh, Worcester? I don't know. What? Wh- it's a W. <laughs> I don't know. All right. No well, idea. let's keep going and I'll work on it. I, you know what? No, it took place in Harvard and near oh, Harvard because yeah. he's a janitor <laughs> at Harvard. And Cambridge. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Naturally. Remember when I went to Harvard for school? To visit? Oh, for school? Mm-hmm. Just go with it. Anyway, uh, act three. <laughs> At Pacey's fancy party, uh, Pacey meets the drug stock guy, and then Rich leaves to go. So he meets this guy. That guy walks away. Then Rich is like, hey, got go talk to someone else. And then Pacey is living my nightmare, which is he's at a party where the only person he knows is talking to someone else. I know. It's, he's so awkward. He's just like scanning the room for something else to do. Yeah. But then a uh, a beautiful, mysterious woman approaches. Oh my God, she is beautiful. She's yeah. like gorgeous. I was like, I was like drinking something and I was like, excuse me, this woman is so breathtakingly hot. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, no, it's fine. Those hormones are really doing something for you. Wait, my iron deficiency hormones. Look who she is. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> oh I'm, still, I'm still. <laughs> Can I find her phone number for you? I'm still looking at movies that take place in. That's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> I feel like it's like spelled Worcester or something. No, it's not Worcestershire sauce. It's like. I know it's not Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire oh, sauce. Sleep. It's mm. uh nope. I don't don't just look up Worcester because because you think you know how it's how it's spelled based on how it sounds. It's not that. Uh, there's a Worcester in Ohio, though, which is interesting. I'm not looking oh. at it anymore. Um, oh, I have to get up. My right foot fell asleep. Oh, Sarah Shahai. She's from Texas. Oh, that is very exotic. Iranian father and Spanish Iranian mother. No, Damn, no wonder. Yeah. Jesus. My parents um, were Italian and Irish. Oh, like, she was oh, in sh- red, white, and blue. You, know you look is. like a snack also. Don't worry. You're the whole meal. I know. Um, she was in red, white, and royal blue. Hmm. Oh, my God. I just, the book I'm reading references that. Red, white, That's and royal blue? Yeah. Really? 
That's so weird. Yeah. That is so weird. <laughs> um, she was in Chicago Fire. How do I not recognize her? You know, I fucking love all those Chicago shows. Sci fi. That's what they call them on the boards. <laughs> that was excellent. Thank you. Oh, I'm I really, know who she was. In I'm really fighting for my life here. No, you're doing great. I'm really <laughs> proud of you. Oh. Um, I know who she was in Red, oh. White, and Royal Blue. She's like the PR person. Okay. All right. I'm back on board. I got it. I got her figured out. What are you looking? How are you doing over there, Worcester? I gave up because it was like Black Panther was shot in Worcester, Massachusetts. And I was like, really? Was it? I can't. Was it? It was shot in Wakanda, you idiots. <laughs> Just because they both start with a W, you fucking ding dongs. Anyway, she's there. She starts talking to Pacey um, and asks her to pretend to talk to ask him to pretend to talk to her for a while because there's a uh, octogenarian who won't stop groping her. And so he's like, all right, um, hey, I'm Pacey, Witter. She's like, oh, I've heard of you. And it turns out she kind of knows Rich. And then she leaves. So like she, this is going to be the theme of her for this episode is like, we're never going to know anything about her, but she kind of knows everything going on. Yeah, she's very mysterious. And then she's like, if you want to find out my name, you're going to have to try a little bit harder. And I was like, you saucy minx. Oh, you liked her. I did. She was so pretty. I knew she was really pretty. Um, in Hell's Kitchen, uh, Joey's studying as one does at a bar, as we discussed. Uh, when Hudson <laughs> Hudson comes in hot, looking for Harley, who ditched class again, and shockingly, this time Hudson is actually a little worried. I think he, he knows that if he loses her, he'll get in trouble. <laughs> A little bit um his character is so all over the place and it really bugs me like stop making him an asshole one scene and then making him like a concerned father because his daughter is like missing you know like <laughs> pick a lane buddy <laughs> jesus christ i'm never gonna feel bad for him i'm never he's never gonna be redeemed for me so like either make him a full-on asshole or like whatever yeah yeah um strong agree thank you you're welcome uh so harley's gone missing and then she's back she was in worcester on the set of black panther apparently yeah she's Um, like oh dad i had to take care of something whatever (laughs) wakanda forever (laughs) yeah she had to take care of bringing eddie back and Eddie all walks in looking cute. He ditched. He does not have the vest on anymore. He probably got a speck of dirt on it and was like, oh, oh. he's like, well, I'm going back to Boston, so I can't wear the vest there. It's brand new. <laughs> oh, Harley. She's so proud of herself, too. This is grown folks biz. I know. but Bless her. She's just trying to be one of the gals. I know. Remember and being she- 15 and trying? Oh, I tried really hard. You have an older sister, so. I know. That's why I tried so hard. <laughs> tried to be so cool. I tried to be very cool with um, Lorena, and then Lorena's best friend was Miss, Miss New Mexico in the Miss America pageant. Wow. So then it was like both, but it was all very intimidating. And I was like For trying sure. my best to be like, and sometimes, sometimes when I'm skateboarding, I'd, I'll do a trick. What do you guys do at Stanford? 
<laughs> it was uh, miserable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's just a fun fact about me. <laughs> Try to be cool. Yeah. You're all right. You turned out to be very cool. <laughs> you turned out to be very cool. Sorry, my my live audience is um getting some chuckles in the background. Oh, about something else? Yeah, there's like a distraction way over here on the uh on stage left. Ah, so, ah, weird. Yeah, weird. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um so that's that. Uh, on the bus, now Audrey is with um the fucking toxic tampon. Satan's tampon. Satan's tampon, yeah, yeah. So she's there on the bus. And she, they offer her a drink. And at first she says, no, good girl. And then <laughs> she says, yes, afterwards, not Bad only girl. to the drink, but also to some Lucy's, some casual pocket pills. Mm. He's like, you want one of these then? And she's like, what is that? Baby aspirin? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, she just takes it. Yeah. Washes it down with that whiskey. I love people drinking on TV. <laughs> The only one of the only accurate depictions in film and television that I've seen of someone drinking alcohol is in Bridesmaids when Kristen Wiig's character Annie on the plane downs that scotch that Helen gives her and she takes it all in one sip and afterwards she goes, that (laughs) is the only (laughs) appropriate reaction to drinking alcohol like that. Yeah. Or uh, Amy Poehler on Parks and Rec when she's doing the drink off Mm -hmm. and she drinks it and then just goes, poison. (laughs) Just like it doesn't you're you're not drinking a a match that's been lit on fire. Like, (laughs) relax. Yeah, it's either that or people are drinking it and then not realizing that it's supposed to be alcohol and not the apple juice like it probably is. Also, when you're a young person like AKA underage drinking straight out of a whiskey bottle is not a skill that you have. I'm sorry. No matter how cool you think you are. I was drinking at a very young age as well. And even I could not drink whiskey out of a a handle like that. I drink too much and I don't think I could drink whiskey out of a, I just, it takes me so out of it when like characters on TV are just chugging like a hard liquor and they're just like anyway i'm like no 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 <laughs> that's not your reaction but okay i also this is the hill how, i'll die on <laughs> speaking of um a couple of alcoholics complaining about what um drinking looks like on television my thought is every time i see audrey with a little baby bottle i always think like you're supposed to have a serious drinking problem how do you still have that bottle it's like a 325 bottle like a little guy Mm-hmm. How do you still have it? How, how are you not buying in bulk at this point? How am I supposed to believe that you with a drinking problem didn't finish that already? I've seen you have this for like three episodes now. True. Also, here's another thing about the Audrey storyline. This is actually an interesting thought, though. Trust okay. me. Oh, I've, I, I'm on board immediately <laughs> and agree without even having to hear it. The catalyst of this whole drinking problem was that one night where she got drunk and basically came inches away from getting raped at a party, which was Mm -hmm. not her fault. She was taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And that started this whole spiral of her 
self-confidence going down and feeling shamed and leading to her drinking. And I really wish that the writers would have allowed her to acknowledge that as the re- one of the reasons mm-hmm. instead of being like, oh, Audrey's just a fuck up. Like Audrey was very much almost a victim of sexual assault at a party and that affected her deeply and mm-hmm. let's help her through it. But it's kind of just like all falling on her being just as drunk. And I want to that's kind that. Of- I agree completely, but that's kind of what the show does. Because remember, they would be like, oh, Jen's bad. Why is Jen bad? Because she was groomed by, at like 14, 13 or 14, she was groomed by a college student and raped. Mm. And that's how we know she's bad. Yeah, she's, she's a slut. slut. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. And yeah, that's of the time, too. Like, I don't yeah. think any show nowadays would go about it like that. Not and get away with it for sure. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But yeah, I guess, you know, looking through it from a 2023 lens, which is something I always say. And as like a grown woman, I kind of wish that that would have been pointed out. But alas, it wasn't. Yeah. In Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) Great point. In Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) What was that look? Retro just started barking because the mailman's here. Oh. Uh, Hudson is punishing Harley by making her have a meal with him while Joey ignores Eddie. And then again, you get like a little bit of them trying to redeem Hudson with Eddie trying to... Joey's ignoring Eddie. Eddie tries to talk to Joey and then Hudson kind of steps into the middle of it. Nobody asked you, Hudson. Yeah. He's like eating, he's got a napkin tucked into his shirt. He's got fucking Ugh, sauce he's such all over a him. Loser. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, so annoying. Nice earring. <laughs> cool bleach blonde hair, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. Finally, Eddie makes his way to Joey. Joe and he's Eddie is upset about Joey ignoring him, which I was like, Eddie, what the fuck is your deal right now? Like, you can't be upset. You're the one that left. And it turns out that he's like, hey, stop ignoring me. I know about the baby. Harley told me about the baby. Oh, what? Jaw drop. Harley, you? You are a sassy little minx. I'll get him to come back to Boston on a lie like that. Yeah. God bless Eddie. He's all coming back like, I'm going to help you through this problem. (laughs) It's like, oh. That's good. Yeah. At least he showed Uh, up, you know? Yeah. Many have not, so. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as they're talking, Eddie sees a manuscript out on the bar, and then um, he, he Eddie, tries to make it seem like Joey's in the wrong here, even though Eddie is the one that left without saying goodbye, um, which he says that he did for her. And Joey just calls it an easy out. Team Joey, obviously. Team Joey every day, all day. Yeah. Um, and then he storms out, and then Joey follows, because sometimes being Team Joey is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we noticed him. we noticed uh, um and then outside they talk more eddie says that he ghosted her because he was embarrassed that he couldn't um find a job or like pay his bills he had bugs in his apartment joey says she's poor too they're the same and uh eddie which was a weird thing for her to say it was like when she said it i was like oh yeah it was kind uh-huh. of a weird she was like i'm white trash too it's totally fine I had a couch on my porch for like a long time. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I wasn't. All right. 
<laughs> that wasn't that. I thought uh, I thought you were gonna like disagree with me. <laughs> yeah, you agreed. So you think okay. I'm really trashy. <laughs> <laughs> um uh but eddie says that they're not the same eddie or joey's at worthington original she has a future he's just um a handsome man <laughs> so, and we all know historically handsome men never get anywhere in life no never 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 there's no such thing as pretty privilege but we this is the first time i start rolling my eyes at eddie a little bit because he's very woe is me yeah He's like, you have the whole world in front of you. And she's like, you do too. And he's like, no, I don't. It's like, dude, <laughs> shut yeah. up. Like, you're not a lost cause. You had a steady job. You fucked it up, but get another one. Like, you're fine. Yeah. He's very negative, Nancy, and I wouldn't stand for it, honestly. I agree. Thank you. How's that rook water? Watery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then back at the concert, Audrey is wasted. She gets on stage. That's that scene. She stumbles on stage and she does her Audrey thing. But thank God it's a short scene because it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then at the fancy party, Pacey's got, not unlike you, Pacey's got hard eye emojis for that pretty lady. <laughs> uh, and asks Rich who she is, but... When Pacey points her out, she's turned around. So Rich only sees the back of her, so he's not sure. And then he whisks. Oh, good. Well, I expected Rich to make a really gross comment here, but he didn't. So good on you. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then he whisks him away to have a one-on-one -on -one with the drug stock guy. And it's a very classic whiskey and cigars. It's a bummer that Pacey is like in an environment like that. Uh, we find out that they're kind of promoting him they're they're gonna put his name on all the drug stock transactions that's a little nerve-wracking it's kind of like they're setting him up to um like when purdue got in all that trouble for the oxycontin stuff it's like they're just putting him up as the guinea pig to take the fall for something like that it feels very sign here mr flintstone that's a reference to the Flintstone movie, you know what I'm talking about? I don't. <laughs> I wrote it like, like you would know what I meant right away, but I could tell as I was saying it that you didn't. If um, you understood that reference, please <laughs> slide into our DMs and let us know. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually not going to explain it. If you understand that reference. I, I have no DMs. idea what that means. I reference it all. I used to reference it all the time at This Is Us because I would have, because I would often be alone in the office, like without any supervisors in the office so i would have before the coordinator left for the day i would say like hey can you just sign all these blank po's for me and uh and they that's did that how I would say it. yeah and oh that's God. how i would say it every time sign here mr funstone and here and here because sometimes you just need a blank po i mean it's which if you don't know what that is it's basically telling someone hey here's a check yeah, sign, sign this blank check. Don't worry yeah. what I do with it, but I just want to have it at the ready. Yeah. And and also that would sometimes I'd be like, it's for this, it's for that. And sometimes you'd be like, just in case something comes up. I feel like there's a 90s movie called Blank Check about something like that. There is a 90s movie called Blank Check, and I'll tell you what it is. It's written by the guy who wrote Save the Cat, and he died on 9-11. And oh, the shit. it's about a mobster that hits a kid on a bike. And he 
gives him a check and doesn't like fill it out because he doesn't know how much a bike costs. And then this guy is like, fuck it, a million dollars. So he goes to the bank and this kid cashes a million dollars and the mob is after him. It's really good, actually. Okay. John Candy's in it. Of course he is. I want to watch it right now, actually. All right. I'll see you. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys know what happens at the end of this, right? <laughs> Not the people who are watching live. Oh, no. Sorry, I'll come back and then I'll watch Blink Tech. Um, anyway, so that's happening. It doesn't feel great for Pacey. But that's his deal. Um, and then at Hell's Kitchen again, Harley is sorry for bringing Eddie there, which um, I like this scene because Harley apologizes to Joey. And Joey, I feel like Joey of your would have um is that right to say like of the past your is it y-o-u apostrophe r-e no it's y-x-l-r-r <laughs> just naming letters <laughs> um, yeah joey of your yesteryear you know yeah she would have i think she would have been like what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> direct quote <laughs> but i like that she's like whatever like She's 15. Harley doesn't know any better. She doesn't know about adult things yet. And I like yeah. that Joey's like, hey, you're fine. And it's also not that serious. Yeah. Um, she tells Harley about Eddie leaving, which is a bummer because his book is really good. And then Harley says that Joey should let Hetson read the book, which Joey does. She asks Hetson to read the book, which Hetson, I would not ask him for any favors, but he does owe Joey. And Hetz is like kind of going to do it. He's like, I'm going to be a dick about your book, but I will read it. And then when he sees it's Eddie, he's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> um, and then Hetz and Harley leave. Harley takes the book. She says she's going to work on him for it. Work on it for her. Go Some get him, Harley. <laughs> and then uh, back at the concert. Now Audrey is very Hep drunk. Did. She's fading fast. She's all like She's, eyes rolling to the back of her head, crowd surfing. Yeah. Which when she jumped into the crowd, I was like, oh, this is it. She's hitting the ground, right? Yeah. They catch her and they bring her back to the stage and then she passes out. When she passes out, the crowd is like, fuck you. Boo. She's drunk. Someone literally called that out. <laughs> yeah, she's drunk. <laughs> if I saw that, I would be so worried at first. I'd be like, call 911. <laughs> yeah, I would not immediately be like, this blows. Yeah, would you pay a $3 cover to get in there that night? Relax. <laughs> Satan's tampon will be out shortly. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she passes out. So that's and And then it's the end. They don't even try and like play out play a little bit they're like yeah ah. all the band members are like this fucking girl we had a whole line of courtney love wannabes out the door but she had to come in with her moment of clarity yeah well if she didn't think she was out before she's out now she's big time out now uh yeah that's act four she's out emma brings audrey water and it's like you're out of the band and then audrey tries again she's like i had that moment of clarity <laughs> emma's like whatever i'm going to the aquarium <laughs> <laughs> they do something that would gotta, blow your fucking mind <laughs> i gotta go blow off some steam i'm going to the aquarium <laughs> nailed it uh back at hell's kitchen harley forgot her backpack by that i mean she left it there on purpose it's really there but she left it there on purpose um so hetson's there to grab it and tells joey that he read some of eddie's stories 
already. So I guess they're very short stories. This is already about him. Yeah, Same I night. mean, the manuscript she pulled out was like, it wasn't a whole ream of paper. It was, you know, a novella. Okay. All right. Okay. We don't know how big the font was. <laughs> if it wasn't Times New Roman 12 point font, I don't want it. That's true. Double spaced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he says he's read some of Eddie's stories and um, they need work, but he is a writer with potential. Oh, so congratulations to him because Hudson says that he's willing to recommend him for a spot at the California Writers Workshop, which is a famous. You know how we're always talking about the California Writers Workshop? Yeah. Classic. <laughs> It's the only writer's workshop in the country. He has to go across the country for it. There could yeah. possibly be one in Boston, Massachusetts, or even New York City. Yeah, because Worthington Original, which is supposed to be Harvard, wouldn't possibly have any type of writer's workshop. Yeah, isn't that the class that Hetson teaches, basically? Yeah. Just let him into your class. You did it in the beginning. Yeah. Um. So Hetson's going to write him this recommendation, and Joey's like, hey, can can you tell Eddie that because he like doesn't want to touch me. So now that you've read this book, can you continue to be in my relationship by calling Eddie yourself? Hudson's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I, if you convince him, I will write the letter. I think it's fair. I do too. Actually, as much as I don't want to agree with earring over here, it's fair. Back at the fancy party, um, Pacey is leaving in that mysterious, your love, the love of your life. <laughs> All right. Damn, <laughs> <Him>, geez. <laughs> Be cool. Uh, she walks out to say goodbye. She knows everything that happened in the whiskey and cigar room and then says that Pacey should ask himself why it's all been so easy or if it's too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Then she walks off. Fair point. Mm -hmm. She's so wise. Beauty and brains. Wow, she's the whole package. You need some time or are you good? No, I'm good. <laughs> I was going to say uh, not unlike me and you, well, but. No, you though. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you though, with your bruise. Beauty, I'm, brains, I'm so tough. bruise. And brawn. Oh. Flu shot, baby. Yeah. Get vaccinated. <laughs> I am holding off on my vaccine, though. Yeah. No, I, well, I just meant like in general. Oh, sure. Yeah. Protect yourself what? against diseases. Yeah. In general. In general. In general. <laughs> um, in the dorms, Audrey walks in drunk. This is, this was the only part of the drunk drinking everything that I believed. And then it was not the case, which is when she got up, I thought she was getting up to vom. Me too. And, and then is it I was because like, I've oh. been so many times. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, game recognized game. <laughs> yeah. That is the face of someone who's about to vomit. <laughs> and oh. it was firmly not because when I'm about to vomit, the last thing I do is go for yeah. more alcohol. Ooh, I just shuddered at the thought of it. Ugh. <sighs> It's the same goddamn bottle that she's had since she got too drunk at the airport and missed her flight. I love Which how again all, is how I'm like, how do you not finish it? What's I that? Know. Sorry. I love how all alcoholics on TV are depicted as drinking 
in the mirror and just like looking at themselves drinking with disgust. Like that's how you yeah. know you have a problem is when you drink in the mirror. No, the way you know you have a problem is when your friends tell you, hey, I think you have maybe a problem. tonight you don't drink. <laughs> I hear, I us, hear, you know? Yeah. I've never had that conversation, actually. No one's brave enough to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the girl who makes TikToks about drinks. So yeah. she swigs this bottle out of her dresser drawer, classic. And mm-hmm. then she goes to the bathroom and dumps it out. And I'm like, oh my God, good girl. Yeah. But like, it's kind of a false victory because then she smashes the bottle and passes out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. no, Joey's going to step on that with bare feet. That's not what happens. We'll get to it in a second. So uh, now we're with Joey. We have one more. We have two more scenes and then we'll get into it with Audrey at the end. Um, Joey is now in Worcester again. She's on the set of Black Panther. Um, and again, <laughs> Team Joey always. But like, stop starting projects. Which and that's coming from me that I'm telling someone to stop starting projects. Like, yeah, that's a do big not. L. Yeah, like don't. The, Eddie does not need to be a project for you, babe. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to fix every man you come across, Joey. Please focus on yourself. Like we get it, you have daddy issues, but come on. <laughs> um, she, um, Joey tells Eddie what Hetson says, and then tries to convince him to at least try and apply. And then he does the same, like, "Oh, woe is me." And she's like, hey, stop wasting your life in, in fucking Worcester. The, like, nobody likes this city, apparently. I have. And we, so. What? That's all. I don't know. We we all know that Worcester sucks now. <laughs> well, we know about it. <laughs> so, you know. Um, and, but like, another thing I hate is that she's like, you can, he thinks you can go to this scholar or um this writer's program he's like no i can't i can't afford it and she's like there's scholarships and he's like i'm not gonna get it and i was like oh my god my guy please yeah enough with the pity party it's not sexy correct and that's ollie hudson yeah and if we're saying that to him like really yeah that's how you know it's bad um, and then she's trying to like be nice and tell him to take chances. And instead of responding, she kisses him. And she, then she's, no, he, kisses he kisses her. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. That's actually very important to this. It is. <laughs> she's like not into it. Yeah. She was like, oh, um, wrong answer. That, that was I, not the move. I have never felt so dried up in my life. Thank you, though. <laughs> the the sad boy thing is not really doing it i like if everyone's coming from dawson (laughs) clearly (laughs) um so yeah she shuts him down and then he's like joey i love you which i didn't buy i bought as like that's a last minute like last resort to get her to stay yeah and then she busts out and i love you too which i was like josephine Mm -mm. and then she's like so uh i'll see you around all right <laughs> yeah bye <laughs> see ya <laughs> yeah and then she gets back to the dorm and finds the broken bottle she sees audrey first sleeping and she's like oh oh cutie oh, look at this little babe and then sees the broken bottle she's like oh no she drank and then all of a sudden she comes actually to the conclusion really fast she sees the broken bottle and then immediately is like audrey's dead like runs over <laughs> And uh, Audrey is unresponsive. Okay. But she, I get it. Mm-hmm. I probably would have panicked to the same way. 
Mm-hmm. But it's not like she has like a line of her own vomit coming out of her mouth. Like make sure she's breathing, check her pulse first. And if she's like breathing, she's just passed out. But she runs to the phone and calls 911. I mean, she probably has to get her stomach pumped, I would imagine. But uh, whatever. I'm here for the drama. I want one big dramatic thing to happen before this series is over. We'll see. Somehow I feel like this is not it. Next week, episode six. Nope. Season six, though. Episode 13, Rock Bottom. Oh. That used to be one of my favorite department stores in Bayonne, New Jersey. (laughs) Rock Bottom. It was called Rock Bottom. Because you got a rockin' hard bottom? No, I just, I think my parents (laughs) took me there to get toys a lot. So maybe that's why I liked it. Oh, cool. (laughs) It's very different than I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like like a Target before Target was a thing. Dope. Yeah. Cool. Hey, Kim. It was us. If someone um, wanted to inquire, if inquiring minds wanted to know more about <laughs> Oceanside, California, beers to go and sandwich mm. shops, where can they mm-hmm. find you? Oh, you can find me at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter, Nay X, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, AltaVista, um, Angel Page, <laughs> Angel Fire, whatever, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, at Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. And I didn't talk about, about the beer on TikTok, but I wonder if I wish I would have. Actually, I don't because um, it was mid, but it was from a place called Board and Brew. And if you're in San Diego, they have many locations, including at Petco Park uh, and one here in Oceanside. And the sauce is fucking good. It was a good sandwich. They're really big, though. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> You say though as if that would deter me from getting it. No, just like, oh no, don't don't let it deter you. Just yeah. know that you're it's not like um I'm gonna have this for lunch and then I'll have dinner. And and frankly, and that's coming from me. Someone will be that will hear this exact thing and be like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I eat three meals a day. Yeah. But this was I did not need dinner. So you just didn't eat dinner that day? No, I no. What I said was I didn't need dinner. Oh, okay, but you still ate dinner. Yeah, obviously. I'm oh, not okay, yeah. <laughs> She's not that crazy. Wow. Okay. Cool. 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 It was us. Yeah. If someone wanted to, if inquiring minds, inquiring mm. minds are asking, um, if they have a bruise, how can they best highlight it so that people know they're tough? Where can they find you? <laughs> so glad to be discussing this topic because I am obviously a pro in my black tank and my brawny bruise. Um, You can find me on Instagram and Goodreads at Ashley's ass. (laughs) That's true. She hates social media, but she's very good on Goodreads. I fucking love Goodreads. If I was able to get commission on how many people I get to sign up to Goodreads, I would be rich. But apparently they don't offer commission on that. Get on it, Goodreads. I use Goodreads like social media. I'm always like liking people's updates and they're probably like, okay, nerd, we get it. You read a lot of books. (laughs) (sighs) I'm up to 41 books. Damn. In her whole life. (laughs) Yeah. In the 35 years of life. In this year. Very impressive. Thank you. I'm so close to my goal. I'm very far from my goal, but this week... Depending on, oh God, I have so much work to do. Maybe this week is too ambitious. By next week, I have three books that I want to have finished before my folks come home. All right. So. I mean, what else uh, do you have to do? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. 
Show has no social media needs, of Untrue, course. Because- as always, Kim mm-hmm. is such a liar. Um, we are oh. on Instagram. It's a social media app powered by Meta. We're at <laughs> Dawson's Darlings. And um, we post just really state-of-the-art content, first-class content, one-of-one, number-one content. Um, I think we are number state one. State-of-the-art content. We're number one in Worcester, Massachusetts. So um, hit us up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be happy to have you. Honor of a lifetime. Mm, truly. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to just napping and not doing anything. Classic Kim. Classic <laughs> Ashley these days. She's iron deficient. But you know what? She's adorable. Uh, like, to, uh, like more than normal. Okay. Okay. <laughs>